Hi, I want to welcome everyone back to Rocky River United Methodist Podcast. And um, again, I always want to start off with thanking everyone for um, listening to this podcast. And thank you for all the encouraging words. And really, we welcome any feedback. Um, if you have an idea of a podcast um, idea that you would love for us to talk about or do a series of podcasts on, just let us know. Um, we're going to be starting a new um, podcast session about um, our church's mission statement. So it's all about um, it's all about the story, right? And that's what we talk about every Sunday. It's all about the story. So for the next several weeks, we're going to be interviewing different people to hear about their story and how God or how Jesus is interacting with their story. Um, so to kick off this new series, Paul and I are going to be sharing our stories um, so that um, you can get to know us a little bit better. And we really hope that um, this would be a great start to a series that Paul and I are very excited about. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be sharing about our stories. and We hope that this can be a strength and uplifting to your faith um, as you hear how God has worked through our stories. And uh, so we're going to be starting off with just talking to Paul about his story. So tell us about yourself, Paul, and um, tell us how you came to faith, but also share a little bit of a God moment in your life. So tell us a little about yourself, your faith, and the uh, way God has worked in your life. All right. Thank you, Stephen. Um, I guess uh, maybe rather presumptuous of us to think that people uh, want to hear our stories. I know I've uh, laced mine into different sermons here and there. Um, and stories are unique, right? So maybe mine will connect with some and, and not so much with others. Uh, but for what it's worth, uh, we want to get our, our stories out there. Um, so uh, I'll uh, cover mostly the, the basics first and then come back and, and speak to the faith question. Um, so I was, I was born and raised in Akron uh, area, uh, Ohio, um, Stowe specifically. Uh, wonderful parents, uh, three older sisters, which is kind of the same thing as having four mothers, right? That's been my <laughs> my experience. But I uh, love my family. Um, grew up in in uh, in Stowe, uh, the the United Methodist Church there in Stowe, and um, was a, a very kind of shy, um, anxious kid, I, I suppose you might say. Um, never uh, would have dreamed that I would end up uh, in a a career profession that uh, required me to uh, be as vocal as as upfront as I am uh, speaking and such. Um, but the Lord works in mysterious ways. Uh, so the, the story of my faith, digging in specifically to that, um, I think I, I would explain it as uh, initially starting. Uh, although I was active in church and had a, a faith, had an understanding, knowledge of God, um, the the way God worked in my life was more through relationships uh, than through a, a direct uh, faith experience or, or feeling um, anything profound happening in, in worship or uh, in, in church experiences. It was more through relationships with friends and um, family members. Um, I think the first thing I really noticed God doing that was uh, meaningful in my life uh, that made me feel like maybe he was using me to, to do something mm-hmm. special was uh, through uh, some friendships I had. Uh, I, I think I noticed uh, later in my adolescence that I had this 
tendency to be the person that others gravitated towards uh, when they needed a, a stabilizing force uh, in their mm-hmm. lives. So I had I had friends um, that were struggling with, with various things, and uh, even though I certainly didn't have everything figured out myself, uh, I felt like God was working through me to offer them some peace, offer them uh, mm-hmm. some, some guidance, mm-hmm. uh, maybe just some uh, consistency as, as far as a, a friend who was there for them, uh, once again, that stabilizing force. And, uh, of course, as I, I got older, I was... Um, uh, one of those people that like to have those deep uh, theological debates, and and so my faith became more real to me in an intellectual sense. Uh, I certainly felt God at, wor- at work in my relationships, um, and I think it, it wasn't until uh, my later high school years, or college years, before I really felt like I had an established relationship with God, where it was uh, more about uh, my relationship with God than pouring into other mm-hmm. people, rather than just my relationships with other people, and maybe sensing God at work uh, through those relationships. Um, so, you know, what the, the things that kind of uh, happened to give me a sense of urgency to really pursue uh, not just that relationship with God, but eventually steer me towards the ministry. Um, once again, those, those existing relationships Relationships. Uh, when when I was uh, 20, I, I lost uh, my best friend to a, a car accident, and as you might imagine, that's a, a kind of a earth-shattering experience, and, and certainly mm-hmm. going to influence you one way or another. Um, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I guess for me, it was both. Uh, I certainly was angry. I certainly was lost for a long time, but I also began thinking uh, about life and and uh, my place in this world a little bit differently. Greater sense of urgency. Uh, so after my um, my undergrad uh, experience was over, I uh, didn't really know what in the world I was doing. And um, because of that life experience and, and um, once again, those relationships, uh, having lost uh, uh, grandparents and, and such, as, as uh, pretty much everybody mm-hmm. does at some point around that area of their lives, but I uh, had this greater sense of urgency that God wanted to use me to do something meaningful. And, and uh, the, the idea of going into the ministry uh, entered into my thought process. Um, and uh, eventually that's, that's where I ended up in, in seminary. I uh, took the default uh, Master's of Divinity program because it uh, was the, basically the only track I, I understood <laughs> where it was leading to. <laughs> Uh, so many options within the ministry for different mm-hmm. uh, unique giftings and such. Uh, that's where I ended up. Uh, in the meantime, um, uh, around about the time when I had lost my friend, I also um, mm-hmm. met this wonderful woman named uh, Quinn, who I uh, fell in love with. And um, I, I won't tell you the whole story. Uh, you'll have to, to seek her out <laughs> for some of the, <laughs> the details that are better left for later. But... Um, but I uh, got married. Uh, she had a, a really neat uh, son named Patrick, who I ultimately adopted. We've had two two more kids, Caleb and Bryn, since then. Um, and uh, the rest of our, our lives uh, has have revolved around my role in the ministry and uh, some of the different things that uh, we've gotten involved in. And she's uh, either officially or unofficially uh, had different roles in each of the churches we've served. Uh, so that's the story of uh, my family my uh, background, my, my coming to faith. Um, a moment in which I saw God work, I, I talked about how relationships played such a pivotal role mm-hmm. in me first experiencing God and especially God at work within me. 
um, I, I come back to this story. It's nothing really profound, but I think it speaks to um, how the Spirit works in, in me uniquely to see God at work in the world. Um, and it's through relationships. I was at a uh, water park with my family once. And uh, I'm not a big water park guy, so I think I pretty much stood around and watched everybody do their thing. And one of the things I observed at the bottom of one of these like tandem water slides, um, this uh, gentleman, middle-aged gentleman, uh, popped out at the bottom of the slide. And, and of course, the first thing you're supposed to do is uh, swim to the the edge of the pool and get out of the way for the next people in line. Uh, he popped out and he just uh, he got his uh, feet under him and he stood there at the bottom of the slide and mm -hmm. couldn't figure out what was going on. Um, a, a moment later, this uh, young lady popped out, probably uh, eight, ten years old, right next to him. Mm -hmm. And uh, within a, a few seconds, she got her feet under her. She turned to him and she grabbed his hand and she led him to the edge of the pool. And uh, it took me a few minutes to, to really recognize what this meant, the implications here. This gentleman was, was blind, and uh, his daughter, mm -hmm. who he was sharing the, the joyful experience of a water park with, uh, mm -hmm. was his eyes, uh, was his, uh, his safety net. Um, all of those things rolled into one in, in that day. And like I said, it's really nothing profound, but it demonstrates to me the different things in, in particular um, that reveal God at work in the world to me and it's through the the unique qualities of relationships with people interweaving their lives together taking care of each other loving each other and in these powerful and unique ways and i continue to to seek those and experience those in in uh, ministry and and through this uh, church family on a regular basis yeah, so you just ended there mentioning church family. And, um, before we get to the next question, though, I want to say that's a really great um, story, a testimony, and sharing how you came to faith. Um, but jumping off what you said, your church family, so how did you come to call RRUMC or Rockaway United Methodist Church? <laughs> how did you come to call this church home? And um, how has your experience been here at the church? And um, I think most of the people listening know that you're an assistant pastor. For those who don't know, Paul is the assistant pastor here. Um, so just share a little bit about your experience here. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So for those who may not be aware, the United Methodist Church operates um, under what's called the, the itinerancy, this itinerant system where pastors itinerate, um, uh, the concept being that they uh, when the, the Spirit uh, compels the leadership of the, the denomination or our local area within the denomination um, for various uh, different needs, circumstances uh, that might be in place in, in one church and, and another church, um, the, the Spirit uh, compels the leadership to make a decision to relocate a pastor to a new church. Um, and, and this happens every year in the Methodist system. So um, coming to Rocky River United Methodist Church was not uh, a choice that was initiated by me or my family. Um, it was a, a decision that uh, entering into the United Methodist Church uh, we made to follow God's leads uh, as often as every year to be moved to a new uh, place and, and uh, plant ourselves in a new community. Um, I had uh, served 
following seminary to uh, churches in more rural areas. Uh, wonderful congregations. Uh, absolutely fell in love with those folks. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, Rocky River is more of a suburban, closer to an urban area. Uh, and for my wife and I, was it was more of a coming back home uh, since both of us were from the Cleveland-Akron area. Mm -hmm. And uh, fell in love with Rocky River real, real quick. Uh, mm -hmm. The community and the church, um, the folks here, uh, you know, every church you go to, the the atmosphere, uh, the dynamics are, are very different. They're unique. Um, this church is is uh, special in so many different ways. Uh, just the warmth and kindness of, of everybody, um, the, mm -hmm. the passion, the the um, uh, the incredible passion for for seeking spiritual growth uh, that this congregation has. People um, always looking to further themselves, better their uh, better their spiritual walks. Uh, the, the generosity, um, the investment of, of the folks of Rocky River and, and surrounding communities into mm -hmm. their faith. Uh, I've just been uh, tremendously blessed to, to uh, call this uh, place and this church family home uh, now for seven plus years. And uh, uh, looking forward to whatever God has in store for us in the years to come. Yeah, that's great. And I know speaking for myself, I have really enjoyed enjoyed being your friend paul so and uh yeah it's been really great getting to know you um and so then our last set of questions is what advice would you give someone who's new to the faith and um what also advice would you give to someone who is new to a church or let's say new to this church but maybe just new to a church in general what advice would you give someone sure these are uh, great questions um and, uh, of course, uh, some people are, are anxious to hear what a pastor would have to say about this. Others um, feel like they already know exactly what a pastor would say because it's <laughs> a question that pastors address all too often and they feel like we spoon-feed these things to them each and every week. Um, but uh, I guess um, if, I'm, if I'm being honest, I think the impression that people that are new to the faith have or that the church often offers them of, of what to do uh, to uh, implant yourself within a church and to grow in the faith is uh, often um, a little mis misleading. Uh, I think that a lot of people think that, that the Christian faith is all about sitting in a chair, sitting in a pew on a Sunday morning for an hour, um, you know, building relationships at the church and uh, uh, checking off those boxes of what activity am I going to sign up for, what ministry am I going to help serve, uh, how much am I going to give to the church. This is all, uh, these are all valuable things that should be um, worked into the, the Christian faith experience. But to me, uh, especially if you're new to the faith, there's nothing more important than establishing um, relationships. And uh, I, I break it down to that, that vertical relationship in which uh, you are being intentional about spending time with God on a regular basis mm -hmm. and um, having the opportunity to uh, each and every day align your, your life with God's plan for you and uh, become more and more mature and, and wise in your faith and uh, seeking to be righteous um, in, in His eyes. Uh, but to support that and to, to affirm uh, all of that work that you're putting in that vert vertical relationship, you have to have these genuine uh, relationships in a, a horizontal manner with the, the people in your faith community. Um, and this is uh, can happen through worship attendance, uh, but it's so much more than that. Um, so the, the 
vertical, the horizontal um, relationships take care of themselves to some extent on Sunday mornings, but it has to be the vertical. It has to be uh, spending time with God throughout the week, having a, a devotional um, uh, habit uh, about you where you're um, using what we call these spiritual disciplines to seek the Lord uh, through journaling, through prayer, through uh, fasting, uh, through reading the, the scripture. And uh, <clears throat> beyond just showing up on Sunday morning, um, it's it's these horizontal relationships. It's interweaving your life with other uh, Christians uh, so that you're, you're making uh sharing christian experiences together you're, you're building these christian habits you're you're encouraging each other affirming each other you're, you're challenging each other when need be and, and truly doing life together and uh the model that the early church provides us in, in the book of acts i think uh is my always my go-to um, but if you're new to the faith new to a church um don't just settle for uh showing up on sunday morning um you know maybe a couple times a month and, and a assume that your your faith is going to take off and your life is going to be transformed um you know we we feel like uh, churches in general offer a meaningful experience to to worshipers but it's not the be all mm -hmm. end all uh, you have to to dig deeper than that it has to be a transformed identity that that mm -hmm. uh, trickles down into every area of your life and especially uh intentionality with those uh horizontal relationships with other believers and your vertical relationship with god uh that you nurture each mm -hmm. and every day so that's maybe a little bit more uh complex and and symbolic than i intended but um that would be my my advice to, to folks who are new uh to the faith and to church great that's a good answer and um before we end we're going to hit paul with some rapid fire questions so first who is your favorite sports team Oh man, my f my favorite sports team um, certainly the the Pittsburgh Steelers, who I I know many in this church are fond of. Um, they're they're probably uh, my favorite sports team, or at least the the, the one that is publicly um, understood to be my favorite sports team. I'm also a for those who uh, who can't stand the fact that I like the Steelers. I also happen to be a Cavs and an Indians fan, uh, if that helps as well. <laughs> Um, good answer, Paul. We did say this is rapid fire. So here's our next one: <laughs> vacation beat. We want a vacation on the beach or the mountain. So you're saying in in five words or less? <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, mountains. Yes. Steven, mountains. Mountains. Good. Sure, yeah. Pop or soda? Oh, it's pop all the way. If you had a limited free time, what would you do? Oh, fire! <laughs> rapid fire. Uh, that's a good one. Um, I love being outside, and I love being around awesome people. So maybe a little bit of both of those things. So basically, hanging out with me outside. Okay. Um, <laughs> favorite food. <laughs> favorite food. Uh, chicken wings. Um, pizza. How's that? Steak. <laughs> Is there one of those three that you like even more than the other two? No, I just I, oh, I tried all, it, all, all the of same. them at the same time. Okay. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Three favorite foods. <laughs> is that is that a rep? Yeah, I think that's all I have. Do you want more rapid no, fire I questions? No, I just I feel like I failed the rapid fire <laughs> session, and I thought I'd have more to redeem myself. With. Yeah. So I mean, it was a little slow, but that's okay, Paul. Yeah, I'll I'll work on that for next time. Uh, don't do what I do. Uh, anybody who's a future interviewee on here, uh, do what I should. 
So now the the, the spotlight shifts uh, to our our uh, our director of youth ministries here, Stephen Young. Uh, Stephen, and uh, here I am about to tell his story. Um, and like how long he's been here and, and about his family and, and silly me, that's what he's here to do. So I'll simply say uh, Stephen is relatively new to our staff here at the church and uh, he has been an absolutely delightful addition. Uh, I'm, I'm blessed to have developed a, uh, a, an excellent friendship with him. I enjoy working with him, enjoy uh, his family immensely and uh, let's let him share his own story uh, if we could. So Stephen, uh, same as you directed towards me. Let's let's hear a little bit about your your background, your your family, uh, your upbringing, and uh, the story of how you came uh, to faith. Uh, tell us a little bit about that, and maybe work in a a moment uh, such as I did of of where you saw God at work or or experienced God in a powerful way. Yeah. So uh, my story is it kind of it's I guess it's kind of long. It takes. 31 years <laughs> um, anyways but yeah quick summary so I was actually born in Philadelphia um, my dad was a pastor uh, there in Philadelphia so that's actually where I was born where I was born and my brother was also born and then we moved to Bloomington Illinois which is about two hours south of Chicago and my dad we moved there because my dad was um, church planning so we um, I've had the experience of um, being uh, the pastor's kid really and, and experiencing what church planning is and church planning is really hard and um, I look at back at those experiences now and I really have a lot of respect um, for my mom and dad to take on that endeavor but eventually we lived there for eight years and eventually the church closed and then we moved to Kansas City Missouri um, I, I think it was my sixth or seventh I was in sixth or seventh grade and then um, from there, I graduated high school in 2007. And um, the way I came up to here, to Ohio, was um, through Malone University. So I went to Malone, did track and field there, and graduated with an English um, degree and met my wife on the track team. And um, in order to stay up here in Ohio, um, that's kind of, if you want to talk about how God worked, that was huge and how God worked for me to stay up here in Ohio. And I might get to more of that later. Um, but I met my wife here and then we ended up getting married. And initially, um, I wasn't going to go into the ministry. Um, fun fact, I was actually in a graduate degree of library science and, uh, um, while I was in that degree program, I felt the Lord's calling on my life to go into the ministry. And from that moment, um, I've been, I was always volunteering at churches and helping in youth programs and stuff. But then I saw this opportunity of the Lord really calling me to full-time ministry. Um, so we lived in Canfield and we actually moved up to Wadsworth so I could attend Ashland uh, seminary and actually where Paul went as well and from there I um, interned at a church and actually my first church um, that I was at is in Medina um, the church I was at before this one and then I've been here for about a year so I was about I was there for three years and now a year I've been here for about a year so it's kind of how um, I've gotten here to this church, um, but then my faith story is I kind of 
growing up, my parents were always talking about their faith um, a lot. And when I look back at um, all the things my parents provided for us, <laughs> I think when I look back, the greatest gift my parents could have ever done is given me um, the gospel and sharing the gospel to me. And I remember a moment when I was young when I accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior, but also um, a really dramatic, memorable moment was at summer camp, um, the summer of my junior year. Um, I really made the decision to follow Jesus. Um, I just, it was quite a, a dramatic experience. I still remember to this day and um, just kind of was listening to the worship music. And at the time, I really wasn't into worship music a whole lot. Um, but kind of out of nowhere, the Lord really captured my heart and my mind. And uh, I remember at that camp, um, it just the worship music and, and everyone around me worshiping really transformed me. And um, it was at that moment, I really committed my life to the Lord. And of course, I mean, as you, uh, as we know, all know about when we have a relationship with someone else, you, you grow to get them, know them better. So my relationship with Jesus over my life, I've grown to get to know him better. And, and as my life continues to change and as things around me change all the time, um, the consistency of my relationship with God or God's faithfulness to me has just been the rock in my life. Um, and it's just been, I don't know where I would be without my relationship with Jesus. And to go back to what I mentioned earlier, a moment that I saw God in my life. Um, so at the end of college, my senior year, Emily had a job here in Ohio, and I was really close to going back to Kansas City. And um, several things happened, but one thing that happened is that I needed a vehicle to get to my job, and I had no vehicle. And I knew someone who had one, and um, I felt in my, I don't know, it was really the Lord's calling. I messaged this person. I said, hey, would you let me um, buy your car? Because um, I didn't have one. And he wasn't selling it. He never mentioned it to me. I just knew he had a car. And, of course, he, and then he messaged back and said that, I could um, at least borrow it and then that was just an amazing uh, moment in my life because I, I believe if that didn't come together and several other things that came together um, I wouldn't have been I wouldn't be here I would be back in Missouri um, so that's a moment in my life where I really saw God working um, I really stepped out on faith believing that the Lord um, would provide that's a, a powerful story, Stephen, and, and your whole uh, story, in fact, um, some tidbits I was not aware of, uh, but a cool uh, cool story of how God has worked in numerous different ways, and, uh, you know, hindsight, of course, uh, you're able to see the unique ways that God aligned things uh, to, to allow your life to develop as it, as it is, uh, but... Of course, uh, those different stages uh, when you and Emily were just dating and, and finishing college and lacking transportation. Um, mm -hmm. Remind me to <laughs> uh, look out for those texts. Uh, Stephen asking if he can buy my. <laughs> can I buy your bike, Paul? Or you know, are you are you selling anything, Paul? But uh, um, how God works in, in incredibly um, unexpected ways to align things in our lives, uh, so that. Uh, we can do his work uh, as he intends us to so uh very unique and and um inspirational uh story and, and way all that lined up for you uh and uh, your family of course as well you shared a, um a briefly about uh your transition to rocky river and, and time spent previous church in here but uh, tell us a little bit more 
more about that uh, decision and the, the process of uh, settling in here to Rocky River. Yeah, so I um, to speak also to my experience here, being here for only a little over a year, and it's been um, a fantastic experience um, being here at Rocky River. I enjoy the youth a lot, and I, the hardest thing right now about the virus is not being able to see the youth face-to-face. Um, and just I mean, there's just so much going on with the virus, but I cannot wait to see them face-to-face again um but like i said my my family and i have just had a wonderful experience here at rocky river um many of the people have been very welcoming and inviting um and it was kind of i found the church on a google search and um applied and from the moment that i went through the interview process i just knew i wanted to be here um dan and paul are very welcome all the staff have been very welcoming and um the transition into the staff and transition and in just into the church family has been very seamless and has been um very enjoyable i've enjoyed it a lot and i just know without a doubt the lord has called um emily my wife and my two girls, McKenna and Anaya. Um, I know for certain that the Lord has called us here um, to this church, and we have enjoyed it immensely. Um, and I continue to pray for our youth and just praying again, as I mentioned earlier, that we can be face-to-face again really soon. Yeah, as part of the interview process, uh, when Stephen was uh looking to get hired here um i can tell you immediately after we we finished our interview with him that we knew uh, that we had a special opportunity to hire somebody who would be an incredible um piece of the the puzzle here at rocky review united methodist church and and uh, we have not been disappointed by any means so uh still absolutely thrilled to have you here uh, at the church and and uh, looking forward to continuing to grow with you in, in ministry and and see god work through you in the lives of uh, the youth um, I, in fact, have uh, uh, three teenagers myself, and um, so maybe that's why I keep an eye on Steven so much. got to make sure <laughs> that uh, he's trustworthy with them, but he absolutely is, and, and uh, I just couldn't feel better about knowing that uh, they're, uh, they're learning uh, from him and, and growing under his example. So finally, we, we turn to this question of uh, where you have an opportunity, Stephen, to extend some advice uh, to people who may be listening, uh, who are trying to figure out um, what this uh, faith life is all about. Maybe they're, they're new to it, uh, recently made a decision for Christ, maybe uh, trying to figure out how to get involved in a church. They, uh, they see that there's something to this idea of, of being part of a faith community, but they're not sure how to go about it. Maybe um, our members of our audience who uh, can uh, pass this advice on to others uh, that they know that fit these uh, descriptions. So, uh, Stephen, what advice would you offer somebody who's new to uh, the Christian faith um, and uh, specifically to how to uh, get settled into and have a good experience of uh, church with uh, themselves and their families? Yeah, I think, I think, Paul, you hadn't mentioned this, but I think it's definitely, it's about connecting with people. Um, when you think about joining any, um, 
I, I know when when you're coming to faith it's huge you're making the decision to follow Jesus Christ with your life so when you come into any new relationship um, there's this learning process right so there's this learning to get to know someone better um, I know speaking for myself my marriage is much different now seven years later than it was um, when we first had gotten married and that's because we have spent so much time together we got to know one another better um, and I think that's the same with our relationship if we have a new faith and a relationship with Jesus it's spending time with him um, spending time in the word and spending time in the prayer and we must look at spending time in, in the Bible or in prayer it's not um, this work and this duty we must do it's something that we do in order to grow in our relationship with Jesus so just like um, in order for me to know my wife better I have to talk to her in order to know my wife better I have to spend time with her so it's the same with Jesus and our relationship with him we got to spend some time with him so we can know him better in the word and in prayer and this is also where uh, as paul just mentioned about joining the church the church is really there to encourage us in our walk with jesus but also to bring us in as part of the body um, so if you're new to your faith i really encourage you to seek a church um, where they can bring you into that body of christ and continue to encourage you and um, speak christ into your life and then you go there to worship and to serve him uh, but also see yourself as something bigger i mean it it's, it's more than just about us. Um, when, we, when we have this relationship with Jesus, Jesus calls us um, to spread the gospel, this, this huge cosmic story about how God is saving the world through his son, Jesus Christ. And, and we get to be a part of that, sharing the gospel um, to others. And we also get to be a part of that and being in the church and, and also ministering that message to other people. Um, so if you're new in your faith, I would say I would encourage you to spend that time, spend time with Jesus, find time to spend with him. Um, and also I would encourage someone to get involved with the church and, and just um, as you get to know people at your church um, and spending time with them, um, use them as an encouragement for your faith and continue to grow. And you can also, too, if, even if you're new to your faith, you can encourage and grow people who have been, in, who have been following Jesus for a long time. So um, that would be my advice to someone. Yeah, church is a, it's a, a human uh, organization at least always on some level uh, yeah. even though our, our goal is to to ensure that Christ the head of the body which is the church is is uh, informing and inspiring everything that we do uh, it's made up of humans so no church is, is going to be perfect mm -hmm. there's so many people that have a negative experience of church and and uh, make the uh, assumption then that uh, there's nothing there for them uh, some churches are are maybe in healthier places than others some are just going to be a better fit for uh, you than than are others uh, but church ultimately isn't uh, something you opt into or opt out of it's mm -hmm. uh, as christians it's it's part of our identity it's it's part of uh yeah. just doing uh the, the christian life it, it's part of the fabric the very fabric of it mm -hmm. and it's not uh, an optional piece it, it is uh, just whatever you make it if if you don't uh, attend a church or you're going to a building or, or linking up with other christians then maybe uh as a christian your experience of church is just uh, the people that live in the house with you you're still mm -hmm. doing church you just uh maybe to a very small extent with uh your your um housemates or you know somebody you happen to know that is a christian that you mm -hmm. talk to about it once every six months uh we're, we're all doing church mm -hmm. as 
as uh, Christians, the goal is to, to do it in a way that is uh, most meaningful and uplifting to you, empowering and, and to really help you grow. And to do so, you really have to plug into a dynamic mm-hmm. faith community, uh, get over the fact that, that it's made of human beings that are going to mess up, and, mm-hmm. and to really uh, plug in and seek that, that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Stephen, we, we'd be remiss not to offer you um, the, uh, what do we call it, rapid fire? Yeah, or rapid the, fire uh, questions. I think back in the day that Carmen San Diego show, they called it the lightning <laughs> round, was it? Uh, so I'm going to call it the lightning round. All right. Mostly because I changed the questions up because I didn't want you to know <laughs> oh, it was coming. So yeah, I had to have something to do while you were talking anyway. Uh, so are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. Okay, remember, Stephen, this is rapid response. So no <laughs> okay. drawn out answers. All right, uh, favorite book. Favorite book. Oh, jeez. Um, default the Bible, <laughs> but uh, Lord of the Rings. All right, all three of them together in one volume. <laughs> that, that, that does exist. So yes, I'll, I'll it give does. you credit for that. Uh, favorite cartoon. Favorite cartoon. Um. Are, so it's Pixar's cartoon. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, the Pixar movies. No, uh, singular. <laughs> okay. Favorite cartoon, singular. <laughs> uh, probably. Uh, actually, my favorite cartoon is going to be Lion King, and that's not Pixar. <laughs> okay. So much for the rapid, rapid fire. Um, uh, favorite sports team uh, based in Ohio. Oh, oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Favorite sports team. Go ahead. Kansas City Chiefs. Are there any Chiefs fans out there? Super Bowl. Woo woo. I, I don't hear anybody responding, <laughs> so I'll take that as a no. Sorry, Stephen. Uh, uh, two hobbies that you have that most people of the church have no idea that you have them. Uh, well, I'll say one that some people of the church may know is photography is a huge hobby that I love doing. So some people listening to this may know that, but I don't know. Many don't. And then another hobby would be, oh, geez, video games, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> or reading books. So one of those two. All right. Um, and finally, I, I saved the, the best for last. Uh, Stephen, um, paper or plastic? Uh, paper, because paper tends to be biodegradable. Okay. Good so answer. So saves the planet. Good answer. Uh, so, so folks, uh, Stephen and I just modeled um, what the, the new series uh, of the RRUMC podcast is going to look like in the upcoming weeks. Uh, we condensed ours to, to fit two in, in one session. You'll get to hear a little bit more in depth from our interviewees uh, in the coming weeks. And we are excited um, to be able to take this opportunity to introduce you to some folks from your church family who you may uh, or may not know at all. You may only know by name. Um, we're, we're excited to give them the chance to share their story with you. Uh, stories are inspiring. There's a reason that Jesus uh, uh, taught and, and preached uh, using stories. And I hope you have an opportunity to tune in in the coming weeks and uh, find yourself connecting with the stories of your uh, fellow church family members. 
Uh, with that being said, I think we're uh, a wrap for today. I want to uh, send out a quick uh, thank you to Frank and Lisa Thomas. Stephen and I are um, actually using two different microphones today for the first time uh, in our podcast uh, experience because they've uh, donated several to us and um, gives us an opportunity to both speak into our microphones uh, without leaning in and, and being uh, entirely too close to each other. And, and in that sense, I can interrupt Stephen when he's droning <laughs> on and stuff. There's so many things that this uh, gives us the opportunity to do that we didn't before. So thank you to the Thomases. Um, with that being said, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, we hope that uh, you and your families are persevering. I, I use that word because I, I know uh, much more than that is a lot to ask right now, but I hope you're persevering. I hope uh, this podcast gives you at least a sense of peace and, and normalcy hearing some familiar voices. Uh, we hope that you're staying plugged in uh, to the church as best you can, uh, seeking those opportunities, and if they're not there, uh, look to create them. Uh, reach out to people, find ways to, to continue to experience God through uh, this church family as best as you can. Uh, with that all uh, being said, I uh, love you all, and uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for being our, our family, and uh, we'll catch you next week.